very happy Friday to you, and thank you for coming back to the Airport Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, we count up the minutes of the greatest disaster movie ever made. That's uh, 1970s Universal Pictures Ross Hunter production of Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And finishing out the week, we have our navigator, co-pilot, Indiana Jones expert, Pete Mummert from the Indiana Jones Minute. Hello. Hoping my flight gets the room on schedule. Thanks for having me. Don't, don't sit next to the sweating guy holding his briefcase, please. Yeah, sweaty chain smoking man. Yes. Uh, my goodness. Yeah. It's this is a, an action filled minute, but it all it's it's all going to start calm. We're in minute thirty five, by the way, for those of you following along at home. Minute thirty five is starting very mildly with uh, the inspector. I want to say inspector, the customs inspector, uh, Lloyd Nolan, wondering if he could ask a favor of Tanya Livingston, who happens to work for TGA. Could I tie you up with my handcuffs after you get off shift? <laughs> And I'd like to put you in the trunk of my car if you don't mind. <laughs> things things will work out. I know. I know. She's I played. She's so accommodating, though. I think she. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to feel she bad said, about it, though. How about two non-rev tickets to San Francisco for the for us? Huh? Yeah. He's got a very simple request. Uh, Lloyd Nolan's uh, sister's girl, his niece uh, Judy Barton, is going to Rome tonight on a TGA flight two, and can you can you get her a window seat because nothing. <laughs> Nothing looks better than the middle of the night over the uh, North Atlantic. Is this a Vertigo reference? I don't know. It could be. Jim Barton is the Kim Novak character. You're right. Oh, and it was with, and we just we just left uh, uh, Jesse Royce Landis. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So wow, that's correct. Yeah, wow. Oh, Judy Barton. Maybe it's a maybe that's a proprietary name of Universal Pictures. <laughs> just, Although Vertigo was Paramount, so I don't. Yeah, that's don't, that's right. Yeah, so it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a fun, uh, it's a funny name, though. Like it's just a funny. Yeah, that's something. I don't know. I don't know what the commonality would be on who would who would have come up with. Well, but is that possible? Don't they assign seats way in advance? Maybe no, not back is, then. No, this was 1960. Remember, they had that. If you when we see the scene with Gate 33, there's like a uh, chalkboard or a, a, oh. a marker board, and they have it up on there. Right. But right, yeah, right. I have to find out about where Judy Barton's coming from. Hmm. And Wait, he's so asking. How would, in, how would they assign seats back then? Was it by height? No, it's uh, usually the uh, what they did was uh, my mom worked for American Airlines, and uh, before they had a, a thing called a reservizer system that later became Saber. What they would do is they would have templates, and they would mark down a ticket number on a on a particular seat, and it was mostly first come first serve. There really was there was tourist and there was first class, and it really didn't matter whether you had an aisle or a window. So they would as- usually assign seats at the gate. Um, you wouldn't have like a like the boarding pass that got issued. They would be marking them down at the at the gate, and you know basically first first come first serve. So if you were in first class, they had sold 16 tickets, and whether you got an aisle or a window was up to how early you got there. Mm. So hence the need to pull strings with uh, somebody high up in <laughs> TGA to to make a little. They didn't have post-it notes back then, so I guess writing it on a little scrap of paper and sticking it over the thing when Flight 2 comes, make sure Judy Barton is in an F or an A seat. Yeah. She did nice there, and then they do that great cinematic thing where uh, Harry asks her, do you think you're going to be able to get out with the weather? And the answer comes from uh, (laughs) Transglobal Customer Support, the woman that, well, we'll have have to remember that group of people there because we're going to be seeing them uh, about... About 20 minutes from now, uh, she's telling she's telling a man, some man, 
on a payphone in a you know it looks like a Jacob Reese tenement <laughs> that the the flight's going to depart on schedule the Golden Argosy, and he's like fine good okay and he's in a very brightly lit tenement that that place is lit I mean and I love the naked uh, light bulb in the yeah background. yeah <laughs> just just what a nice touch and then yeah. then he goes into this ultra depressing apartment with, with little <laughs> dead flowers uh you know dead uh, plants on the on the table yeah yeah F- 50 years ago uh spock and kirk were trying to make a uh you know a trans a tricorder work with uh stone eyes and bearskins on that ta- same table it's just it's real city on the edge of forever kind of look to it uh so he, he wanders through and and gets back to his dingy bed and his dingy apartment, his dingy everything, and and sits down. Oh, and there's a cigarette. Oh yeah, I'll a have cigarette. a cigarette. What the hell? Why it's not home? He's smoking a cigarette and he's got all of his uh his papers in order. Now just, then, just uh, look at the wall, sec second forty five. It looks like somebody has cl- tried to claw their way out of that apartment. <laughs> if you look at the wall behind, I mean, really, kudos to the set. Did, the set designer on this i mean this this looks like oscar's apartment before felix moved in yeah yeah it's it is just an absolute tragedy there and yeah apparently there's no they've never had any time to even bother cleaning i mean did they move in the day before i don't there's like cups and saucers on the table you know if you go back to the uh the, the living room there's like cups and saucers on a table and you know the world the world's saddest uh it's like charlie brown's christmas tree is on the you know <laughs> by the window just in case and the iron being out like the oh my. heavily stained chair in the corner yeah <laughs> it just looks like they had decorated with things that had fallen off of uh you know furniture trucks <laughs> for years and years I don't know what the relationship is like between uh, Mrs. Guerrero and Mr. Guerrero, but it just doesn't seem like anybody's bothered to call the maid today. Is there, I was trying to figure out if that's an air freshener that's on the, uh, I don't know if that's a nightstand or a, what what that is. When, when he first walks in the door, if you look down on the, uh, where he picks up tickets and stuff, there mm. seems to be something that looks like an old, if I remember correctly, back from the 70s and early 80s, there was like a Glade air freshener that you could, you could open up by making a half twist and then setting it down in a, in a table. Um, well, that apartment needs needs a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, that place looks like the kind of stuff that they use for, you know, when they find a cadaver for a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, I love, like, I, when I think of Van Heflin, I think of, like, some of those old noirs he did, like The Prowler or Act of Violence yeah. or Strange Love of Martha Ivers. And these sets, like this set and the two that come after it, like, all three look like they're straight out of one of those movies. Yeah, but I, I, I swear this... the exterior is the universal lot that Fritz Lang used for some of his movies. Yeah, well, th- this whole this whole scene here, I think, would have looked better if it were black and white. I mean, it's barely in color, but you could see this totally desaturated, and it would fit right into a, a 1940s, mm-hmm. you know, 45 movie or something. The only problem with it, you know, the only weak spot is it's so well lit. I mean, there seems to be you know, the whole place is lit by those those little 20 watt light bulbs. But an immaculate bed with bright white lights on it, just to get your attention to the fact that he's got a, a little Arduino kit going there. With uh... <laughs> I love the way he has a cigarette in his mouth, and there's three, not one or two, but three sticks of dynamite sitting on the bed. <laughs> I don't think he got any uh, renter's insurance. Well, that might have been a better movie. Yeah. Wouldn't have, you know, knocked out everybody else. That's a brand new bedspread. He, apparently, that's he, he does like his sleep comfort. There's nothing else. There's nothing else clean or tidy in that entire house, but it's a great, it's a very ominous, it's very nice and ominous. And the music with the, uh, oh, the music's great, yeah. The, the piano trills up the, up to the top. <laughs> it's just, they're running their fist up to the right hand side of the piano. <laughs> 
and those uh, those muted horns going to the dan 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 dan. Uh, it's like, oh, this can't be good. Uh, I like how, how clearly it lays it out for you, though. It, like, this is exactly yeah. how he made the bomb. Yeah, yeah. The music is going. This is the bad guy. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And it, when you walk into a room and you see you see dynamite and and wires on the bed, you know, you know it, it's not going to end well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not going to get through uh, Lloyd Nolan's. Uh, uh, gauntlet there. It, <laughs> no, it's it's just an alarm. Tr- uh, my alarm clock and a uh, highway flare. He's a very uh, nicely attired man, though. I mean, it's a great tie and the sweater. And... Yeah, but it's it's a good introduction to Mr. Dio Guerrero, who whom we will see much of in the ensuing weeks. But right off the bat, it's the best reveal ever. That you know, oh, here's a guy. He's on the phone, and now he's going to go in and do something. And you don't even have to see the rest of the to the scene to know where where this is going. The color palette and wardrobe, I too, I think they took this straight, like they just took this the next year and started Sanford and Son. <laughs> yes, yeah, I I agree. I just in another episode we had looked up where uh, where this address was, and it's uh, apparently a park uh, in the middle of Chicago, and there's it's actually a tennis court now. So <laughs> it's nice to think that they just flattened the place. Well, I think he flattened it. <laughs> You know, yeah, that was he was smoking, and he, you know. Inez probably came home and find out that he had wired the bed so she wouldn't have to suffer too long. Right. So the rest of the movie is his fever dream, right there, as he's <laughs> as he's going up in flames. This, yeah, this is what he was thinking as he was going out the starboard lab. It very nicely, nice woodwork, and I mean, it's, it's a shame it's so shabby, but just wow. And and of course, it's got the other thing about the scene is it's so classically uh, theatrical. All the you know, there are no square there are no square angles in either the living room or the bedroom. It's all those uh, sixty degree wraparound angles, so that you get the idea that there's several walls there. I'm trying to figure out if that back door is a flat, and it's just no. I think it is an actual door. It's just the one looking at in his bedroom. In his bedroom, yeah. As they slowly move the camera down, I'm just trying to figure out if that's a flat or not. But I guess it's a separate door. It just when I when I looked at it briefly, it looked like it was just painted. You know, like the. Uh-huh. Uh, those panels are, but no, that's an actual. That's the doubling. ensuite bathroom with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This will be featuring an HGTV in about uh, forty years. It's funny yeah, though because this. I mean, do they go around, you know, scouring antique shops to get beaten up old, uh, old <laughs> things, or do you you think they fabricate them that way and they're, you know, they might their, they uh... might de- they might distress some of them, but I'm sure you know you go around to LA with a with a truck back. You could do a Sanford and Son basically. Yeah, you drive around with a truck and yeah, find stuff true. out on the. I mean, nobody's going to use them. They're not practical. So it's kind of amazing, though. Like this is like when you think of how far back this was from 1970. This would sort of be like if we were, we'd made a movie today in this apartment were like 1984. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it really it's, is there a oh that's a little coat holder. I was trying to figure out what the thing was behind the door there, but I think it lost the mirror and it's just a place where you could have a coat rack. But yeah, it's got all that. Um, got the crucifix above the bed. Yeah, yeah, oh, and boy. the. Uh, <laughs> The old post and tube style electric, where it's all all the wires are running externally because they can't punch through the rock life. Yeah, uh, it's like and that beautiful Tiffany lamp right there on yeah, the uh, that lamp is table. Yeah, we, we can't talk about pawning because it's coming up in the next couple. Of oh yeah, there <laughs> it like, is. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of value still left in that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I I keep wondering I. I don't want to jump ahead too far, but this will be considering Inez's life after Dio goes to Rome. What does she come back to? I mean, would everybody be suing her? I would, 
you know, that she didn't turn turn him in or didn't know. She didn't know. Didn't, yeah. But what happens to her now? I just, I, that's the thing I always wanted. Well, we can. You mean according to his plan or according to what happens in the movie? Well, according to his plan, she was supposed to be a millionaire. But, but what happens in the movie, I'm just trying to figure out where did she, you know, does she earn enough money to get her mom's ring and <laughs> I would think that she's going to wind up in like a downstate medical clinic or something. I don't, I don't know where, where she winds up with in this, but uh, she still owes rent on, you know, the apartment though. So maybe, 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 maybe she'll move in with, um, well, I don't want to, I don't well, want to spoil uh, it. Maybe, maybe, you know, <laughs> Lloyd Nolan will catch her eye. And yeah. <laughs> Seems nice enough. Yeah. Uh, um, Mind if I cavity search you, lady? <laughs> easy, easy. Oh and and if you if you look in the uh, the uh, there's kind of a wide shot when Dio is walking towards the bedroom. The the uh, um, heater in in the their living room that uh, the uh, only has three uh, oh three radiators yeah, three, yeah, three radiators uh, yeah I mean. <laughs> Like, I mean, if that doesn't scream tenement, I don't know what does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going to give them right five. Let's give these people three heating coils. Wow. I'm and curious compare, that... compare that crappy table to the credenza in the uh, the uh, yeah the lounge there at the. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If she were smart, she'd be a cleaning woman for TGA, and she could go, you know, mm-hmm. stay in there and eat sandwiches and coffee and relax. Treated like the queen that she is. <laughs> Well, this looks like a like those windows look kind of like a bay window. Is that? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how this door would work. That's to the left of them. Yeah, it just like opens up. Uh, maybe it's a closet that just doesn't go anywhere. It, it opens outward, but you know, if you opened it outward, it would hit the wall of where the bay window hits. I don't, I don't know. And it's the next room over seems to be a lot closer. When when he walks through that that door, it seems to make like the end of that bay window is where that door would open the the her the little closet that's on the other oh, side. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's another one of those rooms that doesn't work. And there's is there another no that's the that's the post and uh tube uh, lighting. I thought there was another door behind his coat. Is a door next to the that door? Is that the bathroom? No, I think it's a closet. Oh I, I don't Yeah, no, that, no, obviously if there's no phone they they probably share yeah. a bathroom down the, the bathroom's hall. Bathroom's down the hall, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Now I'm yeah, thoroughly it's, depressed. It's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Thanks, you'd be, Dio. You'd be putting a yeah. You'd be putting a dynamite together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to admire his engineering, though. He's got all that all the parts. Yeah. And he's he's thought this one out, except for the part where he's holding a cigarette in his mouth while he's handling dynamite. <laughs> What's he gonna do? Remember, statistically, it can't be you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, that's where we leave it for the week. Yeah. We've got uh, Mr. Guerrero. Uh, Outfitting his uh, briefcase with some new uh, accoutrements. Pete, thanks for joining us on a very. Thanks for having me. This is fun. It's uh, it's been a semi. I mean, as as weeks go, this has been a semi-eventful week. We've we've watched customs contraband and we've watched a man assemble a bomb. And you've gotten to see uh, Burt Lancaster's unusually long thumbs. Which, yes. <laughs> no, not, that's not in every scene. See, now we're now we're gonna have to go back to the swimmer and find out how much his thumbs played a role in that. I'm gonna. I really. I do want to explore your. Uh, your theory about how the swimmer may be a, uh, well, this may be the prequel to the swimmer. Yeah, yeah, the Lucinda River. But now it all starts making sense. Wow. (laughs) Even though it was made two years later. (laughs) Yeah. But, hey, you know, so Phantom Menace, there you are. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 
Wow. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, if any of our listeners have a, a better theory on these things, which there's, there's many in far of each alleyway, we can talk about this on social media. You can join us uh, on our Twitter account, which is Airport Minute. You can talk to us at uh, Facebook. We've got two sites. We've got Facebook uh, has Airport Minute, where you can find out about new episodes. And you can also talk back at the Airport Minute Commanders Club, uh, where lots of people join and complain about things. Uh, you can also follow us at our big site, airportminute.com, where every single episode has commentaries at the bottom, and you can really deep dive on certain episodes. Join us every day, Monday through Friday, at iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes, and you can get Airport Delivered Airport Minute delivered right to you. Just look for Airport Minute and click the subscribe button. Pete's mo more fascinating, I was at more fascinating site, I, uh, Indiana Jones Minute, is also available on iTunes. Just look for Indiana Jones Minute. They've got great discussions going on there. And uh, it's it's the world of podcasting by the minute. Really, if you, if you haven't been examining, there's so many movies out now and more coming. I keep hearing about uh, more opportunities. This movies by minute uh, concept is really taking off. And it's it's a lot of fun looking at a movie this way. Yeah. And I just want to point out that if, if any of our listeners do make it all the way through airport, we will be sending them a piece of grime from Dio Guerrero's apartment. <laughs> There's lots of it. So yeah. 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 So don't worry. <laughs> There's more than one winner. Yeah. So if, you're, if you smell any funny, yeah, anything funny in the envelope, don't worry. It's just the couch. Uh Wow. Well, we will we will be back for more do moments uh, in the following uh, following this week. Uh, but please, you know, join us on the social social media sites. We love hearing from you, uh, Pete. Thank you so much for being here this week. It's been Thanks a, for having a lot me. Of this fun. was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks. And uh, maybe we can do it again sometime. So we'll see what, what goes on. If not, if not this airport, another airport in the future. Yeah, the Concord Minute. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, okay. We got you down for the George Kennedy stuff coming up. Well, thanks again uh, for for being with us here. Uh, come back and see us next week. Enjoy your weekend. In the meantime, good day. Bye. -bye. Bye. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.